A thief is a human who specializes in stealth, lockpicking, trap removing, and other such activities. As the name indicates, however, most characters belonging to the thief class do steal. They rarely steal from their friends or members of their own groups, however. A thief who steals from friends is usually not permitted to adventure with them again. The thief's job is to use his special abilities where needed. A thief's skills can be very useful, and they may be used over and over. Welcome back to the Red Dust Diaries RPG podcast. I'm your host, John. The reading you heard before the theme music was a description of the thief class from the D&D Rules Cyclopedia, and that was out of my print-on-demand copy that I have. Now, I have to admit, I've never been hugely fond of the thief class, or the rogue, as it's called, from 3rd edition onwards. And recently, I've been thinking about why that might be. Now, I've always sort of assumed that it was due to the fact that, for me at least, Thieves felt like an attempt to shoehorn a skill system into a game, and I'm talking about earlier versions of D&D here, that wasn't really built to have a skill system. As I'm sure you're aware, thieves have a smorgasbord of skills, pickpockets, you know, climb walls, stuff like that, most of which is based on a percentile dice roll you know you have to roll under whatever percent in the skill you've got all the skills go up to varying degrees as you level up in the game however recently i've been lucky enough to get hold of a few copies of carcass crawler the old school essentials uh, zine and there's a fair few classes in that so variant classes that use a similar methodology you know having certain skills that are based on a percentage chance for instance, one of my favourites, the Mage. It's a variant spellcaster where effectively, instead of having a list of spells, you have certain mage skills or magical workings that you can accomplish by rolling under your chance of success on a dice roll. And these are detect magic, open or close doors, rally, countering magical fear effects or cause fear in your enemies, read magic and suggestion. You can also, once a day, cause your staff to radiate light, going for that sort of Gandalf vibe, but that's not based on a percentile chance. And there's been a few other sort of classes like that as we've gone along. There's a couple coming up in the third edition of Carcass Crawler that I've been lucky enough to see a preview of where it features the racist class Tiefling and Dragonborn, but sort of scaled for old school essentials. And pretty much all of the classes that Gavin Norman's produced that use these percentiles of the skills, I've actually really liked and I found the skills really interesting. So I started thinking, well, if it's not the mere presence of skills that I dislike with Thieves, what is it? And as I started thinking about it more, I think the main difference for me is with these variant classes like the Mage, they have magical skills that generally normal people can't do. So, for instance, the Mage has a certain percentage chance, sort of a 20% chance at level 1 of making a suggestion where they can sort of influence the mind of people. It's sort of Jedi mind trick, I suppose, if you want to look at it like that. However, that's not something a normal person can do. Whereas the thief skills, to me, you know, like climbing sheer surfaces, listening for noises, hiding in shadows, sneaking about, stuff like that, have always struck me as things that anyone could have a go at. Now, 
you might not be particularly good at it. And obviously someone like a master thief who's put all that time and effort into working to hone those skills is going to be far better at it. But it struck me, well, if someone who's not a thief tries that, how do you sort of represent that and give them a chance of doing it without vastly overshadowing the thief class? Because, well, if anyone can just like make an attribute check or something to hide in shadows or whatever, then does the sort of fairly low chance that a thief has of doing it, at lower levels at least, is it actually worth it in the first place? And well, don't get me wrong, if you love playing thieves, that's absolutely fine. I have no problems with anyone playing them. My good friend Dave is playing one in our Smoke and Snow campaign, Quentin, at the moment, and that's all going absolutely fine. And I think, to be honest, in that game, it's working pretty well because when they get to a situation where, like, you know, it'd be handy to pick someone's pocket or do something like that, they tend to turn to Quentin as the member of the party who's good at that and say, oh, like, this sounds like a job for your speciality. And, you know, he sort of slots into that niche and that's all well and good. So I think for me, part of the problem with thieves is not only that they feel a little bit shoehorned into me. I mean, after all, if I remember correctly, and I'm not a D&D historian, so don't shoot me like D&D old ads but as far as I remember the thief wasn't even a class in the original Little Brown books and it appeared first in the Greyhawk supplement if I remember correctly so it sort of got added on afterwards and the skill system that it uses has always felt like it's just been tacked on afterwards without giving a lot of thought as to how it fit in and how it worked with the rest of the classes. Now, as I've just said in our Old School Essentials Smoke and Snow campaign, this is working fine because the players tend to like respect the sort of niche of each different character class. You know, like, so if we need, we need someone to do fighting, it's the warriors. We need someone to do a bit of hunting or tracking, it's the barbarian, Brock. We need someone to pick a pocket or two, then Quentin's the man. And I expect that that's why it worked pretty well in the original versions of D&D. When, you know, things were a little bit more sort of a dungeon crawl heavy. And nothing wrong with that. I love a dungeon crawl. But I suspect the thieves are made to fill a very particular niche when it comes to operating in a dungeon. Because in a dungeon, you do need someone who's really good at like listening at doors to hear for the sounds of approaching enemy sentries, or someone who can sneak up in the darkness and slit the throat of the orc or goblin war boss while he's looking the other way. That's all very useful stuff. However, I suspect as D&D began to sort of step out of the dungeon, if you will, the, the lines between the classes and what everyone could do became a little bit blurred now one of my favorite games in terms of representing the thief in a way that i found particularly interesting was castles and crusades and in that you in that game in the d20 style you pretty much roll a d20 add your attribute bonus to it and if you beat a difficulty class, you've succeeded. However, if your role involves something that's particularly appropriate for your class, and this is left a little bit woolly deliberately, then you also get to add your level to it. So when you have your thief at low level, they're not particularly more skilled than anyone else at doing stuff. I mean, obviously, if, you, if you're wearing plate mail armor, you're trying to sneak around in the dark, good luck with that. That stuff's not happening. But 
they're not particularly more skilled than anyone else. However, as you begin to accumulate levels, suddenly the, the fighter's still just adding his attribute bonus when he tries to sneak, whereas the thief is adding his attribute bonus and his level on top of it, and they rapidly start to outpace other people in their own area of expertise. And this goes for the other classes as well. So if your cleric is trying to delve into a library and find something about a religious work, you might get to add his level to that. But I really love that system because it allows anyone a chance of doing like thiefly stuff, but they're not going to be as good at it as a thief, especially at later levels when the thief has been honing their skills and getting better at all their sort of thiefly activities. And that's represented by adding the level bonus, as I said earlier. Another game that I think handles this particularly well, somewhat ironically, since it doesn't actually have a dedicated thief class, is the OSR game Lamentations of the Flame Princess. And in that game, every character has access to a number of skills, which are ranked from one to six on a six-sided dice. Those being architecture, butchcraft, climb, languages, search, sleight of hand, sneak attack, stealth, and tinker. Granted, sneak attack works slightly differently, but it's, it's irrelevant for the purposes of this episode. Now, most people have a default rating of one in six in all of those skills, and those tend not to change. So your fighter can try his, try picking someone's pocket using sleight of hand, but he's only got a one in six chance. However, specialists, although they don't have any of their own abilities, they get a number of skill points per level that they can put into these skills to improve them on a dot per point basis. So at level one, the specialist gains four skill points that they can dot around amongst those skills to give themselves a little bit of an edge. And then pretty much at every level after that, they gain an additional two skill points. And they can also put points into their sneak attack to boost that up. A specialist can multiply the damage done by a sneak attack by allocating points to the skill. The damage multiplier is normally times one for most other characters, i.e. they don't get a sneak attack. But for every point put into the skill by a specialist, the damage multiplier increases by one. So if you bang all your points into that, you can really ratchet up that damage you're doing, but it's only under very specific circumstances when the opponent is not aware of you. But you also get some small bonuses to hit as well from that. And that's all detailed in it. And again, I think that's a really good way of handling it. Because in that game, there's a very small set of skills, so it doesn't become overwhelming. And everyone has access to them. But most people aren't particularly good at those skills. But, but they have other abilities, you know, clerical spells, mage spells, uh, more combat proficiency, etc., that balance that out. Whereas the specialists, they really are one of the most versatile classes in that game, since they have the ability to spread their points out however they see fit amongst those different abilities. So if you want, you could play a specialist who put most of their points into architecture. Maybe you're not a thief at all. Maybe you or a scholar and you like looking at the architecture of buildings you could ramp them into bushcraft maybe you're a wild man who spends his time out foraging and stuff like that you have a lot of options without adding an awful lot of extra complexity and to me that takes the the thief in inverted commas from a class that i'm not really very interested in 
I'll, to play myself. Like I said, I don't mind if anyone else plays it, but I'm not really interested in playing it myself in your sort of older school D&D games. And I'm not really keen on the whole sort of like rogue thing in later versions of the game. But in Lamentations, it's become one of my favourite classes because it is so versatile. But also, I don't have to remember a bucket load of rules. I've just got to remember like which skills I've got at what level. Roll a d6, happy days. Also, as I've said earlier, Castles and Crusades, again, another great system for this, since, again, I don't have an awful lot to remember. The worst you'll get is if, like, I as a player think that something should fall within my thiefly remit, and the GM does not agree. But if you've got a decent group, you can normally work that out, and it's normally pretty self-explanatory. So, I think having looked at it, my issue with Thieves is partly that... The skill system represents normal skills that people could all have a go at, but it doesn't really take that into account. But also that thieves in sort of standard OSR games don't tend to be particularly good at those skills until later on. And if those skills are the sort of mainstay of your class, then I think it's probably going to be quite deflating if, you know, you can't really use them to any great degree. Obviously, other classes also get better as they go up in levels, but it's... To me, it doesn't seem the same. Like, if you're a fighter and you're missing a combat, no one's going to really call you on that. It's the look of the dice. It happens. Whereas, I suspect that if you're a thief and you get to that tense moment where, like, oh, we've we've got to pick this lock to get into the treasure vault of the dragon or whatever, and you fail that roll, then I expect it's going to have more of an impact on the, the session than a single missed roll. However, one thing I do think the, the sort of typical older versions of D&D's skill system is good for. It's as I've said with these variant classes that Gavin Norman is doing, when you have skills that normal people can't use, so you can like beguile people and stuff like that, and then I'm fine with using those. It's not like other classes are going to be able to do that anyway. So I don't really have any solutions as to how I'd make thieves more palatable for myself in the sort of older versions of D&D. But it was an interesting thing for me to think about. And whilst I'd happily play a specialist in Lamentations of the Flame Princess, or I'd happily play a thief in Castles and Crusades, I don't think I'm going to be looking to play one anytime soon in a D&D game. Not that I get much time to play, to be honest. I'm only playing in one game at the moment, but that's a Burning Wheel game. Very enjoyable, but again, a very different system. So I hope you've enjoyed my short ramble about Thieves and why they're maybe not my favourite class. If you'd like to get in touch, maybe tell me I'm wrong about Thieves, maybe tell me I'm right. Tell me what you think of Thieves. How have you seen them handled in different OSR games? Have you got any articles or blog tips that you can recommend for how I might make them a bit more palatable to myself? If you just want to call in and chat about other stuff, that's fine as well. And you can get in touch a number of different ways. You can either leave us a voicemail on SpeakPipe or Anchor. There's a link in the description. Or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. Oh, and keep an eye on that rogue. You never know when his hand's going to be reaching for your purse. Mm-hmm.